0: With sag after finally striking a deal to end the longest strike in actor history? I think we all have a few things on our mind. Like, upcoming movies. Auditions. When are we going to get paid? What are we going to get paid? Also, award season. And I think there's no time, like November, to talk about the movies that are coming out. Or, in this particular case, have already come out and will be a movie that gets nominated for a lot of prizes now i probably should have started this off properly this is required watching where we talk about the i listen this case is a bit different we talk about a lot of different kinds of movies this movie is what i think what i kind of classify as not necessarily oscar bait but a film that's Thinks of itself as being prestige, and thus is a prestige film. It's 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 Killers of the Flower Moon, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, De Niro Lily Gladstone, amongst a, a, a bunch of other familiar and unfamiliar faces uh, on our screen. If you don't know what it's about, I'll just read you a quick line, which is: When oil is discovered in nineteen twenties Oklahoma under Osage Nation land, the Osage people are murdered one by one until the FBI steps in to unravel the mystery. Now, that may sound like the case for this film, but that's kind of my biggest grievances with it is that I think it I think the, the movie, the movie trailer and the film itself was meant to be something that it didn't deliver on. I think this high-powered, high-energy trailer was met with a very sleepy th- what is it? 3-hour film Now, I'll say this. Spoilers. Mainly because this is mainly a reaction of the things I'm feeling in regards to this film. I don't know how much of the story I'll get into, but needless to say, if you haven't seen it or don't want to get spoiled, stop right here. I was really excited and really interested to know that this film was coming out. Mainly because I confused it with uh, another Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio film. What is it? Devil in the... I forget the name of it, but I confused it with something else. Now, with this movie coming out and understanding what the premise was and seeing the trailer, I thought a few things. I thought yes to Lily Gladstone. I thought yes to Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes to Martin Scorsese. Like We're getting something that's going to be fantastic. And this three-hour movie, again, didn't live up, not to the hype, but it didn't live up to what it was. It promised. And when I left the film, I actually left the film feeling really good. Understanding that we had Lily Glad. before I saw it, I saw that Lily Gladstone was already vying to, to be nominated in whatever category, in whatever awards under best actress, instead of best supporting actress. So that was exciting news. Knowing, knowing that this was about the Osage people, knowing that this was about Native Americans, knowing, um, knowing that, that Martin Scorsese brought on consultants and, and did some due diligence, again, kind of only knowing things by a very general premise and very, honestly, very broad and misleading trailer, I felt good going into this. And I left also feeling okay. Okay is probably like the best thing that I can give it. I'll start with an epilogue. So again, spoilers. I, when it comes to true events, I, when it comes to true events, I was actually quite curious about where this movie would land with, with its ending. How far is this going to go? What's going to happen? How is this going to be a full circle moment, or, or an, you know, a case where it's left to, left to the interpretation of its audiences? And instead, what I got was like, forgive me, forgive me for saying this, but what instead of what I got was like this, like bougie not bougie just like it it felt like a it felt like a wes anderson ripoff ending whereas again this movie's taking place in the 20s and then we jump ahead i believe another 20 years or so where actors are doing a like a like a staged reading radio drama something like a a version of this um to an audience and i just felt like it was a cop-out i felt like I felt like it was a dissatisfactory ending for everything that this thing kind of built up to, which I'm not sure was as great as what it was intended to be, which was only underlined by Martin Scorsese's, like, cameo. I don't mind, and I I actually think I'm, because of RRR and a few other films, I think I'm kind of, like, accustomed, and I I don't immediately think it's cringy when directors show up in their films. But something about this just felt like it was like a little bit of a shoulder nudge, like, this is good, right? Like, here I am now, to, show, to, to really underline and underscore the, the you know, the, the, the three-hour movie that I put in front of your faces. And I'm sorry, I just don't think it was, uh, it, I don't think it was Marty Mar's best work. I think it was a beautiful film, um, but I think there were too many bits of it that took me out of the film. And I'll start with the most glaring one come by I'll start with the most glaring problem with this film, and that it's it feels like it uses the Native American power that it has within the film the fact that it's gone to the Osage uh it, it had uh you know shot on Osage land it was um i uh, had had a consultant these are all the things that these are all the things that were top line uh, you know headline article headlines and articles and everything else but it fails on so many points to be from a point of view or perspective of osage people and i know i get it i people people are going to say that's the point people are going to say the the whole point is leonardo leonardo dicaprio's character and robert de niro's character and how the white man and the americans go on and and do what they've always done to native americans and i get it except so it, we know this. This is stuff that we know. People of color know know what it is to be <laughs> to be taken out, to be manipulated, to be to be again brutally murdered for things that white people want. For things that the colonizers want. The thing that was most interesting and caught my attention and kept my attention for so long, besides Lee Gladstone's performance, which is standout Yes. you ask me, really, really good. I wish we had more of her. Like m- another problem is that I personally didn't know, as someone who is part Native American, which is <laughs> um, I didn't know the any of the history of the Osage people. Um, you know, them being rich, them them being on this oil oil-riddled land and having money and having chauffeurs and having, you know, living like the, (laughs) living like the real housewives of Osage County, like quite literally up there and up our, but I don't think we got any of it from the point of view of, of the, of, of the Native Americans. We didn't get anything that, we get like bits, like little bits and pieces of their power and their position and how they live but it's all through the eyes of Leonardo DiCaprio, all through the eyes of Robert De Niro. And it's a true shame that we aren't able to to wrestle back the narrative just a bit to show some really interesting points of how these people live uh, compared to, like, what, what a lot for, and apologies apologize if I'm making too much of a generalization, but the reservations of now, where it isn't people dining out on caviar and having drivers and all that. Like that, like that is so incredibly sad and so incredibly painful that I, I, I just wish, I just wish we were able to live in this moment and celebrate their lives in this way, and and have these murders treated with a little bit more like gravitas. I, I'm, I'm not, even sh- I'm, not, I'm not even sure. Like, I wish Lily Gladstone was truly the star of this, of the of this piece, and if it all point to Robert De Niro, if it all points to Leonardo DiCaprio, but like. I wish her family and her sisters. I just wish I just wish there, there were more. There were more there from the Native American side, and we built around we built this film around this community of Native people and the outsiders infiltrated it, as opposed to like the white people who just so happened to be able to do everything that they wanted to do. Because it's you know, Robert De Niro's character of like him, him being a scummy guy was very clear from the start. And Leonardo DiCaprio's character, character as being a scummy guy was clear from the start. So, like, I didn't have any kind of connection to Leo's character because he continued to made it, make it clear that he was a piece of crap. So who am I rooting for? I'm, I'm just going to go back to this. I'm going to go back to this. When oil is discovered in 1920s Oklahoma under Osage Nation land, the osage people are murdered one by one until the fbi steps in to unravel the mystery guess what it's not this movie doesn't frame it as if people are just getting murdered it frames it as as molly burkhart the, the the you know lily glassman's character and her sisters are being murdered there's no emphasis on anyone else it's barely a mention of like other people who are systematically getting, getting taken out one by one and the fbi listen. The presence of the FBI and Jesse Clemens coming into this film, Jesse Clemens is, is a star, and I think we need to give him more respect. I truly mean this. I think he's great, and I think someone needs to like continue to write for him he's a great actor, not to say anything about anyone else, but that the bit about the FBI coming along i didn't have my phone out, but I feel like it doesn't really come into play until way later on, and it was such an exciting. It was such an exciting moment because, because it, it it just gave so much energy to the film of 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 now Leonardo DiCaprio has to like skitter and skirmish and like figure out this light in the third in order to not get caught and then when he gets caught it all just kind of plays as one note and like there are bits and pieces of like excitement in this film and I think the FBI Jesse Plemons and the rest of the, the the FBI crew coming in was kind of great. Again, I wish I. Again, spoilers, but when Jesse Plemons comes in, he comes in with a few other people, and they kind of integrate themselves into the community before making themselves known as SFDI. And there's a Native American who has, at least in the film, quite easily become someone who is liked and and accepted into this community, being Native American herself. And I thought, how interesting would it have been for that to have been the, the point of view that we're taking? Instead of Leonardo DiCaprio being the, in in the forefront, what if we follow this guy as he gets his case on his desk? This is the FBI. This is a new organization. Him getting this, him getting this onto his desk, and and you know the the team having to form. We get Jesse Plemons' character as someone who who has to who has to like head this team. We see that he has to blend in, except you know be. be uh, has to blend in and be accepted by these people and go about, you know, again the traditions and this, that, and the third, as well as have the other people in the FBI play their specific roles in the town. Like this is a this is a this is a town, this is a situation where we have white people and Native Americans living hand in hand. And there like there are definitely nuances nuances to that, but it very much seemed like, yeah, there are white people here, there are Native Americans here, and we're gonna keep on keeping on. And that is crazy. Like no one's no one's looking for no one's looking for, I don't know, no one's digging, no one's digging down and digging deep into something that I think is really important. And that's being able to tell different stories. Like, this is no different, as it is, it's no different than any other film about, about fucking treachery, about treachery, about someone wanting to like stake their claim over something that's not theirs. I'm not rooting for Neil, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not rooting for Robert De Niro. And then you like have the nerves to take Lily Stone out of this in like this drunken state for what feels like a very, very long time not drunken, but drugged up state. For what feels like a very, very long time. And I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, who am I with? Who am I sitting with in this film? It's it's upsetting and it's it's one of the reasons why it's it's one of the reasons why I, I continually tell people to watch Indian cinema because I'm like it's not made for anyone other than people who probably already know like the lore of some of their historical stuff, or it's completely f- fantastical, but it's not made for a Western audience. Is that right? Western? It's not, <laughs> I, I actually don't know. <laughs> it's not made for an American audience to, to just get. You can get it, and you can get deeply involved in it, but it's not catered to you. It's not the, it's not the, yeah, it's just not being wrapped up in a nice little package, in the nice little Hollywood package just for you to consume it. They're making it their own way. And there's certainly different pockets of. of filming industries that do it that way and i i praise them because i'm angry i'm angry at the idea that just because marty scorsese is marty scorsese that we don't i'll take it back this is not about martin scorsese this is not about martin scorsese this is about like other gatekeepers about people who finance these movies people that that read scripts and don't care about telling stories that are important period it's about honestly forget, forget importance forget importance Reservation Dogs, a T V show, is not about like it's not it's not a show about the history of Native Americans. It's just a, a show about some kids on the reservation. And that's amazing. That's amazing. And that show is so amazing to, to watch and be not, not be a part of, but be a part of it as a, as an audience member. Because I get to feel I get to feel like I, I like like I am in this world in some way, shape or form. Like I know this world the same way I know the world of The Wire, or know the world of The Americans, or The Sopranos. Like know these different kinds of worlds. Like that's a that's a part of my coloring book that's starting to get filled out, like lightly outlined. And I'm thankful for people like Taika Watiti and 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 Jermaine Clement and 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 all of these people from other parts of the world who were able to make their way in and somehow convince these gatekeepers to be able to tell different kinds of stories. It's important. It's, impor- it's It could not be more important. And I honestly don't care if if, if Killers of the Flowerland was a completely made-up story or not. But so the fact that it is a true story, there should be so much more importance on how we tell that story. And to then have, because the headlines are Look at look at all we did to keep it authentic. To so then have those people turn around and, and say, "I'm a little bit disappointed with how this film came out because it doesn't have the right point of view," is telling. It's telling. People aren't aren't going to stand behind it because you paid them. They need to feel the authenticity. And I'm not honestly, I'm not, I'm not even I'm not even saying that Martin Scorsese isn't the right person to make this film. I'm not saying I'm not sure who wrote who wrote the film. I'm not, I'm not saying that these people aren't the right people to tell this story. But I think I think it's important to be able to tell the right stories, and if they told the right stories, maybe it wouldn't be them in it. But I think those people who have that power should should empower themselves and other people and bring other people up to be able to tell those stories. I think it's really, really important. I did not realize it' go on a 20 minute rant, so I'll, I'll end this here as we as we all love Barbie, we all love Oppenheimer, we all love these big budget movies I really could not stress more to please watch things that are outside of your realm watch movies from around the world and and recognize there are stories other than the ones that we are continually forced at because on the back side I, I really enjoyed barbie actually but on the back side of barbie you will get oh what was that they just announced something really silly oh the zelda movie So we're going to get a live action Zelda and on the back of like One Piece or, or the last of us and Barbie, it's exciting, but I'm not as hopeful as I would have been a year ago before all these movies came out, because it just feels like a grab for, it just feels like a grab for dollars instead of, instead of this collaborative need to tell a story. And that's a true shame. Show business is show business and we only need to make a dollar, but there's also a lot of room for caring about the, the films that we're making. I think this is why Christopher Nolan movies do so well. Even when they're not doing well, they're doing really well. Greta Gerwig just, just has increasingly become a superstar, already a, a shining light, right? And you no know, back, and you know them but they care about what they're putting out and it's not just about making something to make something. People who take their time to People who take their time to tell stories that are important to them and passionate to them seeps through every every frame, from trailer, the other promotional materials, to the end credits, and that's what makes people also fall in love and care. And I wish people understood that it's it's could not be more crucial. Anyways, if you stuck with me, thanks for sticking with me. Now that the actors are back, let's let's get some movies made. Let's get some good stuff done. Let's put away. Let's put away the content and get back to Zari. Peace out. Damn balloons. I have to remember that.